Hi, this is Sean Blackshear, life insurance broker for First Family Life Allegiance. Did you know that life insurance not only will cover you if you pass away, but it's also used to build a legacy for your family. It can also help you generate income. It can protect your mortgage and it can cover you with any kind of medical affliction. Please contact me at 314-374-3412. Or please drop me a message on on Facebook and like the page at First Family Life Allegiance or go to my website, firstfamilylifeallegiance.com and schedule an appointment and I'll call you at a time that works for you. Hello and welcome to the Before After Podcast. This is Christy Danielle, the talk lady, and this is actually a bonus episode slash the consultation. I love the consultation because it's really just you coming and you seeing if this is a good fit. So I welcome you all to the bonus episode slash consultation. Um, Please, please, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen listen to your podcast. So let's get started. Listen, I am a firm believer of the of the therapeutic relationship. The therapeutic relationship basically says that the style of relationship that we have, we have established a good rapport, okay? And we have uh, established a relationship so strong that you feel vulnerable and open enough to start your healing process. You know, I always tell people, uh, you can walk past me in the grocery store and if you come up to me a complete stranger and say christy your shirt is ugly i'm gonna look at you and i'm gonna be like okay and but if you have relationship with me i would take that more serious so relationship is the currency to the abundance in your life so i just want to bring that out so i figured why am i talking about all this therapeutic stuff if you don't even know me right so i just wanted to put that out there and then also just my contact information you can reach me at before after counseling at gmail.com please reach out i do speaking engagements seminars all of that so before after counseling at gmail.com or if you're in the state of missouri and you just want some counseling hey come holler at me i got my own practice my own office so i always tell this to my clients see because we got to get to know each other This is what I always tell my clients. What you practice inside of the four walls of my office in the session is what you will live by outside of the session, right? So what we practice and what we discuss in these sessions, in these podcast episodes, we establish a relationship and we'll do it so often and so much that it becomes your original nature. Not your second nature, your original nature. And we'll talk about that. So something else that I tell my clients, and I want you to take it away from take away from this uh, consultation, is that out of 100% of your healing process, 90% is awareness. The rest of the 10% is just you making a decision off of the awareness. The major thing in order for you to achieve your healing, in order for you to achieve your abundance, in order for you to achieve your therapeutic goals, hear me out, you have to gain a level of awareness. But what trauma does is it takes away your sense of self-awareness. We're displaying in behaviors and we don't even know that we're doing it. So the point of therapy, sessions, life coaching, the point of that is to show you like a mirror, these are the behaviors you're doing. It's always funny when I tell my clients in the sessions, I always tell them, I always tell them, pretty soon, 
you're going to be seeing my face and hearing my voice in your mind outside of the session. When, when you feel those behaviors start coming up, you're going you're gonna to see my face and you're going to hear my voice and you're going to say, oh, Christy told me about that. So 90% is awareness. The rest of that, the 10% out of the 100% is you just making a decision on your awareness. So what do you need to be aware about? Listen, if you have comments or questions, please email before after gmail.com and I will surely answer them. Okay. And of course, my Instagram, uh, the talk lady. I love it. That's that's what I do. I like to talk because talking exposes the inner voices of trauma. Oh, my goodness. So a lot of us are saying I need to be healed uh, or we just isolate. We say that, but then we isolate ourselves and we pull away. And I call that isolation island. You cannot be on isolation island while you are healing. You, can you imagine? Because see, I'm going to give you an example. Can you imagine trying to achieve healing on isolation island? You pulled away from everybody. So the only voice of counseling that you hear will be your trauma. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine trauma being your therapist? And, and that's what I call assumptions versus reality. If you're listening and you're taking notes, look, I'm already in it. But it's called assumptions versus reality. And trauma will present an assumption a false reality not the real reality so that's what we call assumptions and i'll give you an example um one time i I was at church and someone had walked past me okay someone had walked past me normally this person always speaks to me always smiling but in this on this particular day this person walked past me and didn't say anything and i know they saw me so immediately in my mind i was immediately offended But see, that was the abandonment trauma within me interpreting what that person was doing. The abandonment trauma told me she got an attitude with you. Christy, she don't like you. She probably want to address something. She probably offended by something you said. And so that was an assumption. And so so what I did was, which was inappropriate, but I took it and I ran with it. So now I have this offense and this breaking relationship with this person. About a year later, uh, we end up talking about it and she was having trouble within her marriage. It had nothing to do with me. So I'm, as you listen to this podcast, give yourself the opportunity to always investigate. So there are always there are three terms that I live by that I want you to take away. And because this is how this is the consultation. This is how I do my practice. Three terms, interpretation, emotional safeness, and resiliency. First thing is interpretation. And you're going to hear me say this often in the sessions. I'm just setting you up for the foundation now. Interpretation. Is this trauma talking or is this reality? So I'm always going to mention in the sessions, in the podcast shows, I'm always going to say, where's the proof? We'll eventually set it up where we can try to listen to things, uh, answer questions and people, I don't know, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're trying to, in the future, maybe we'll do this where we can, people can actually chime in during the recordings that we don't know yet. But uh, the things that you're always going to hear me say is, where is the proof? Because I want you, as you listen to this podcast and you assess your situation, the reason why you're listening, I want you to ask yourself, where's the proof? Then I want you sometimes I I literally do this. I tell clients, 
create a journal and go off the facts only not your emotional interpretation not your cognitive interpretation write the facts only so for instance a situation about the young lady um at church what i did was i had to go back see i had to go back and i had and i wrote down she walked past me she didn't smile and she saw me that was it i had no proof where was the proof that she had an issue with me so interpretation is this the trauma telling me what to do because trauma behaves as a bully it tells you what to do who to marry what career and then we're in our 30s and 40s and then we decide dang i don't even know who i am because trauma told you to do it so is this reality or is this trauma interpreting for me interpretation next thing emotional safeness want the point of you being triggered it's and we mentioned this in the first session go back and listen to it healing parent child relationships in the first session uh, we talked about this when you the goal of a trigger is to pull you back to the place where your soul is stuck and fixated when we encounter a trauma and it is damaging or when we have love deprived in that area your soul is stuck so what begins to happen is when you're triggered and when and when you're all over the place and you are in that state of mind what begins to happen is you behave back to that age where you encountered the trauma and i call that overcompensation that's something i also mentioned in the first session overcompensation because i didn't get it when i was younger or at this particular stage in my life and now i'm trying to compensate and get it in my adult life or later on in my life but the way i'm trying to go about getting it it's unhealthy overcompensating you're you're trying to get what what you failed to get at that moment so uh, emotional safeness what do i need to do to lessen the triggers and then finally resiliency what is my bounce back resiliency is your bounce back and i do and i these actually these three concepts works great in couples counseling what is your bounce back how quickly can you stay triggered how quickly will you apply what we discuss in the sessions so a a, a bit of a background about me i am a mental health therapist i graduated in 2019 uh, from Lindenwood University in St. Louis. All right. Woo-woo. But then uh, also I received my bachelor's in nursing from Chamberlain College of Nursing in St. Louis, Missouri. So what I do is I incorporate neuroscience brain strategies along with counseling, mental health strategies. And I want to give you an example. Uh, I love, love, love this profession. This was actually my first counseling course uh, when I signed up for Linda Wood for that counseling program. Her name was Dr. Ann Ross. And she said, imagine, I, I really want you to go to this place in your mind with me. Imagine you wake up in the morning and then you go to the grocery store or school or any building that you want to think of in your mind. So you wake up in the morning, you leave home, and then you go to that other building every single day. Also along the way, this is what Dr. Ann Ross said it, uh, also along the way, it's like tall grass. Now, if you go on that same path enough, it's going to develop an imprint in the grass. You're going to have a permanent pathway in the grass from always taking that path to that particular building every single day. 
Now, you got the pathway. Now, just imagine, just imagine you encountered a trauma or something so negative on your way to that building. That is what happens in our brains. Every single day, we wake up, we go to life, but imagine encountering you in your routine so you have developed a pathway in your brain. And now that pathway in your brain, it has now been attached to a trauma. So I, I tell my clients all the time, you know, whether, I mean, I started the age of 13, but most of my clients, about 90% of my clients are adults. And I tell them, I say, you in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And something my spiritual father in the ministry said, he said, it took you these many years to gain that pathway. I don't think it's going to go away overnight. So when we encounter a traumatic experience, our brain remembers that. And so then it, and, and that particular pathway that your brain always goes, go down, you're always going to resort back to that unhealthy behavior. So what do we have to do? Sometimes it's best to just, yes, we can try to heal that pathway, but sometimes it's best to just create a new pathway. That's sometimes where neuroscientific strategies come in. Sometimes we need that because the way that God designed our brains was this. And I said it in the first session. Our brains are created to keep us safe. When Adam and Eve, when they sinned, when they partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, immediately they covered themselves up. That's shame. When we encounter a traumatic experience, it creates room for shame. So technically, Adam and Eve were the first people to have a traumatized experience. They were the first people to react to their triggers. So what did they do? They went and they went and they got fig leaves to cover themselves up. So what God and so then God asked them, he said, who told you you were naked? That was it. That was God, the ultimate neuroscientist. <laughs> that was God saying to them, I'm giving you the permission to be new again. Of course, they didn't take it. They didn't repent. But that's another episode, probably. But I, I'm just saying neuroscience explains so many biblical things and even if you're not a believer neuroscience explains so many pathways that we can take for our healing and so that's why that's what I love about having my bachelor's in nursing because I incorporate that medical standpoint and I bring it along with a therapeutic standpoint because we have got to fix that brain pathway or create a new one and so I just something I always say purpose is your permission to leave perversion some things you will hear in these sessions it will trigger you right some things you're going you will recall it will trigger you some things people will say a lot of things people will say to you it will cause you to feel some type of way so with with that in mind Purpose is your permission to leave perversion. The only way you will make it in your healing process is if you have something to look forward to. That is your purpose. Depression is the absence of purpose. When I hear clients talk about depression, when they're diagnosed with depression and we're processing and we're, and we're talking, what depression and anxiety and PTSD, what it does is it limits you to that moment. And it magnifies everything. And depression, 
you know, and mental illness, it feels like I am in this dark room with no windows and no door. I'm like in this dark hole, no ladder to get out. I am stuck here. Can you imagine, and, prob- and some of you probably can, living a life where I am stuck in a hole thinking that I have no way out. So then we start to have suicidal ideation. We start to have these things. So, so purpose is your permission to leave perversion. Anything that is unhealthy, any way that is unhealthy think- thinking, we call that a cognitive distortion. The viewpoint of it is distorted, a.k.a. I call it a perversion. It's not the healthy way. And so what purpose does, it's purpose creates, it's like a secret escape doorway, pathway, that when I see my purpose, it gives me energy and when it and it causes me to move forward. Now, some of you may be asking, well, how do I know my purpose? I don't know my purpose. So this is an exercise even in the consultation that I want you guys to think about. I want you guys to really think about this. This is something that I do with my clients, something that I do with myself, because when I go to my own therapy sessions, hello, I always say you you want a therapist that has a therapist. I'm just saying. So I want you to think about, and I'm using this terminology on purpose, I want you to think about what are some things that you absolutely hate about yourself? What are some characteristics? What are some things that you hate that you experienced? Think about those things. Think about those things. I'm giving you a moment in the consultation. Think about those things. Nine times out of ten, no, I'm going to say 100% of the time, those characteristics that you just wish that you can change about yourself, those characteristics identify the nation or your clients that are going to purchase your product. You have a firsthand experience of their problems because you have a firsthand solution for them. You need to know your audience. So already by looking in the mirror, you're establishing your clientele and the nation that you're called to. That's first thing. Those are the people who are going to purchase your products. Okay. And when I say products, it can be any, it could be, you could, you could be a therapist. Those are your clients you're going to help. You can be a teacher. These are the type of students you want to work with. You could be, these are the people that, that a perfect glimpse of who you're going to help. And so then when you talk about the life experiences that you don't like, that you hate, that you went through, that is your actual product. Those are the things, you know, I I tell a couple of my clients and they laugh every time I say this. I say a millionaire is only a millionaire because they solved the solution for a million people and they just crack up laughing. (laughs) And, you know, we just laugh at the sessions because it's so true. A millionaire is only a millionaire because they solved the solution for a million people. Your problem is someone else's solution. That's your purpose. So I, I just wanted to just give you a breakdown and so ultimately finally I want to say why do I call it before after I call it before after um there are two examples that I want to give you the first example is imagine if you're in a room or outside listening or in your car whatever I want you to look at uh the right side of the area you're in and then the left side of the area you're in on the right side is your beginning, right? It's your beginning. It's, it's your starting point. And for believers, 
the right side let that represent I was taught by my spiritual father Apostle John Dillon that um, before your soul enters this side of earth your soul is seated at the throne around the throne with God and he recalls moments and his word and then you go and you enter your mother's womb okay that is your beginning now walking towards the left side of the room so every time that you encounter a trauma or something happens unfortunately it pulls you out of your original place and we call that fragmentation and depersonalization and we'll discuss that in other sessions in in a session and so every time you encounter a trauma you walk away from your original self trying to protect yourself so now we're on the left side of the room completely away from our original self so now technically we have to walk backwards to move forward to get to my original self i have to backtrack so technically i could be walking backwards but at the same time i'm walking forward yeah it's it's powerful so we're focusing on your before self and your after self who were you before the trauma that is the point of therapy to get you to your original self another example of before after that I, I again i was listening to my spiritual father as you can see and we'll talk about that i'm going to ask my spiritual mother to actually uh prophetess pamela dillon i'm going to ask her to come on a show um but what uh they taught me was this that when so the time now is 10 43 that i'm recording this is my present but eventually 10 43 will be my past 1044 will be my new present and that will also be your new past Ugh. so we have got to get you to focus on your future past more than your past past uh, I hope that makes sense so it, it is it, again before after it's all about time I personally personally believe that we are multi-dimensional beings and we can be in past present and future all at the same time so knowing this can enhance your living experience this is why i call my practice before after this is why i call my llc before after it's just um a multifaceted thing it is to get individuals to be in their original selves and selves and to live authentically so i just wanted to come on here and i wanted to do a consultation to personally welcome you to the before after podcast please remember you can subscribe on spotify uh, apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you listen to podcast if you want to reach out before after counseling at gmail.com this is what you're going to get you're going to get some science you're going to get some therapeutic strategies you you're going to get you're going to get all of this okay it, it is time for you to live in the now so i'll close out with the question who were you before the trauma see you next time